Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of State of the YouTube. Now, um, presumably, we're going to release this episode before ones that we've recorded just a few days earlier, so it may be a little confusing for you guys, but we are currently recording this on December 14th, 2018. It has been three days since Monkey Jones has had his main channel and second channel unfairly terminated by YouTube, and he Never is back. Never forget 12-11. Never forget. And he is back right here to, um, to plead his case. Well, actually, we've, um, we've done that already. It's a video on Rusty Cage's channel, so if you want to listen to sort of the first part of this discussion, please go check that out. There's going to be a link in the description. But what we're doing here, we've already debated what happened. We've, al we've already established that it's completely unfair. It's bullshit. YouTube is making no sense. But what I kind of want to get into here is why what has happened to Monkey Jones is the case. So first of all, um, Monkey, what do you have to say about it? Why, why do you think you were terminated? Uh, I think it was justified. I think I'm a hateful, uh, uh, I'm a hate monger. I, <laughs> clearly, I want all women to be killed. I think Elliot Roger was a hero. And uh, YouTube was right. I mean, it was, you know, it was black and white in my videos. I, that was definitely the message. And uh, I think they made the right call here. Uh, oh, man, I love, I love this podcast because we can actually uh, say shit like that, even though it's not true. Because the truth is, it, it was unfair. But, uh, you know, we can just talk freely here. <laughs> yeah, no risk of uh, losing your livelihood here on the State of the YouTube channel. There's nothing to lose, nobody, quite literally. Nobody watches, nobody listens, nobody watches uh, this podcast. And so we can say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to start by saying that YouTube is in bed with the fucking news media and they're trying to get rid of people on the platform that don't fit in to their ideal version of the site. Who are they in bed with? What what news media? Um, the most influential news media. Well, I wouldn't say influential. Influential is not a good word because most of these guys have pitiful influence. All these blue checkmark so-called journalists on Twitter who graduated from journalism school in $40,000 of debt and spend all day at the Starbucks coffee shop writing listicles about eight dozen ways to uh, eat a slice of pizza. Um, these guys are basically put into a farm system Joe to Bernstein. farm articles where they have to make their articles the most sensationalist, clickbaity things possible and piggyback off of trending events in order to get clicks and sell ads. Okay, so you're you're, you're talking about like uh, what the Wall Street Journal, because because they are the notorious ones for trying to figure out the best ways to uh, fuck over YouTube and to call out YouTube culture and to attack them and get the the normies, I guess. And I hate fucking saying normies, but it's fucking true. Like people on Facebook, people that are not on YouTube, it's a different argument. So people listening on uh, Facebook to something like the Wall Street Journal, they're seeing all the their articles and all the, the arguments that they're making, and they're saying, wow, YouTube, that's a pretty fucking crazy place. There's a lot of evil people on there. 
well, the problem is the, the problem that with YouTubers in the media is that old legacy media sees YouTube and more specifically independent YouTubers who report on current event uh, report on current events. Old media sees YouTubers as a threat to their existence. We are. YouTubers are more connected. They actually understand what's going on in the culture of YouTube, and they have minimal budget. They can basically operate almost for free and collect revenue and continue to exist, while all these news corporations have a shitload of departments weighing them down. Yeah. And... And, and without lobby of, biased, right? We're not we're it, not fucking we're not promoting anything because we're getting uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars telling us that we should be. I mean, obviously, a couple of YouTubers are, but not on a general level. We're just saying what we actually believe and what what people actually believe and what content creators actually believe is a wait, threat. Wait. Wait, so you're saying I shouldn't cash this check that George Soros just sent me? <laughs> uh, uh, no, you should. You absolutely should. Uh, but put the money in. Uh, uh, don't invest it in stocks. All right, yeah. I actually just cashed it on um, my Bank of America mobile banking app. Uh, you can actually ch- cash checks online just by taking a picture of them. It's very convenient. So uh, Donald <laughs> Trump, he's a really bad guy, and he's uh, being uh, mean to all those people at the border. Uh, we really need to stop Trump. Let's start the podcast with that, and um, and and we'll definitely not get demonetized this time because all of our past ones are definitely being oh, wait, state, state of the YouTube. What? No, we're we're a st- state of the Vox. We're an official Vox subsidiary. So yeah, um, can we state right we now have, that, that we, we are complete, all Democrats? Um, yeah, we have we have total immunity from any YouTube on enforcement on their policies of possibly what they might enforce on other smaller independent YouTubers who are actually just uh, Nazis dog-whistling their agenda to the alt-right. Mumpke, you're a feminist, aren't you? Uh, I'm a full-fledged member of Antifa, so yes. Okay, good. All right, so we're all safe. Cool. Uh, do, do you think if I had a channel called Antifa Jones and I was like a really hardcore Antifa YouTuber and I said yes. Like, if, if I said Elliot Roger was justified because he killed three white people, do you think I would have still been terminated for that? Dude, f- first off, uh, Reactor is going to be pissed that he didn't think of it. But yes, you should fucking do that. Make make your new second channel the Antifa Jones channel. <laughs> and and just upload. In, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Cause I, all right, so this is kind of what I, what I did with the, um, the family-friendly news song. I took everything that they that they considered uh, offensive or a strike on the video, and then I remade it. So it's still just as offensive, still just um as a mockery of um of whatever they didn't like, you know, suicide or whatever. Uh, but it's allowed because it can get away with it because it it just goes way out of the way to beat around the <laughs> terms of service. So I think that would be hilarious, Monkey, if you made a channel. Where you can make the same points, but in, you have like a, a yeah. Instead, a, you misconstrue misconstrue it to talk about the patriarchy or whatever, right? Or or, make or sure you, you just like you change all the words a little bit. So you say instead of saying this, I'm gonna say instead of saying um, terrorism, I'm gonna say schmerschmism. 
Well, that's one of my favorite things that you've adopted to your channel, Rusty, is that you, you take something that is considered not advertiser friendly and you make it friendly by making it 10 times worse. Like, <laughs> right. You censor out your cuss words with the sound effect of a pig be, like, being murdered, like squealing as it's being uh, uh, executed. Yeah, exactly. I think fine. that's like, like it's a, a pig squealing as it's being killed is way more offensive to me than somebody saying the word shit. Right. But. Right. But you get around the the sensor with that, and it's way funnier. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it kind of worked. Um, yeah, I I, I want to keep doing that to figure out a, a new offensive ways to continue to continue being edgy because that's the problem is that there's an an attack on edgy humor, and edgy humor is there's a reason for it is because people like it. They they oh, like yeah. the fact that that. People are talking about the stuff that's not safe. That that a fucking who's that guy from the nineties? I mean, I might be aging myself. Here. Seinfeld? No, the religious <laughs> dude. Um, uh, he ran for president. Ross Perot? No, not Ross Perot. Jesus Christ! Dude, right. I don't know. Rusty, I'm not a boomer like you. Stop <laughs> referencing stuff from the nineties. I have no idea. Uh, about. the the religious dude. He was a preacher of uh, something with an F. It doesn't matter. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you can get around the the FCC or back in the day or now, what is you know YouTube censorship program? It's hilarious. I think people will find it funny, and I think everyone should continue their edgy shit. Uh, but just it, you know, there's there's no shame in framing it in a way that uh is gonna get that it's not gonna get you demonetized instantly. You know, like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, bleep out your cuss words. That's fine. We all know yeah, that well, you're you saying know, a cuss word. That's the that's the funny thing about YouTube's enforcement of ad-friendly guidelines. And it, they do this with all of their automated stuff where there's just certain key things that they look for. And there's just ways to skirt around it. The same thing happened to uh, copyrighted content back in the day. Now... As a YouTube pooper who made YouTube poops for seven <laughs> wow. years, we tend to get a lot of copyright takedowns on our videos because Viacom hates having SpongeBob videos up on YouTube that aren't theirs. So the entire YouTube poop community has devised all these different ways of getting past the copyright bot and having your video stay up. It ranges from flipping the video, adding a border around it, putting a filter on, changing the color. Like I do the same thing with The Simpsons. I make The Simpsons green because it, it makes it harder to detect in copyright. Is that what you're doing in your videos now? Because I, I mean, I still see that you use a lot of footage. Uh, in your recent video, I saw that you. Um, oh, what was your recent video? It was it was talking about the uh, YouTube versus Viacom, right? And um, and you had a clip of like the guy who was uh, having to d do the test where they're shocking people. Oh, yeah. The yeah. The Milgram I, experiment. Right, right, right. So, uh, like, how do you get around yeah, all that? And he put finish? in a dial-up sound effect. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just something that over the years you upload your videos and you see what gets taken down. And then you upload other videos and you see that they don't get taken down. And eventually you develop a kind of a formula and a kind of a system of checks in your head of 
what you can conceivably safely get away with. Now, what's interesting is that the copyright system on YouTube is not static. It's always changing. And as a matter of fact, it's kind of uh, comparable to an arms race where as our copyright, um, as our methods to dodge the copyright bot get more advanced, the copyright system gets more strict trying to catch the stragglers. So eventually um, you find yourself in a pretty difficult situation and you won't, and you're not able to get away with the stuff that you maybe would have um, a year ago. And I find that very interesting because it's the same sort of system with demonetization and um, community guidelines enforcement now where YouTube introduces this completely automated system and there are hilarious exploits to it where yeah. it Dude, creates I mean- incredible inconsistencies in what is considered not ad-friendly and what is considered ad-friendly. I always go back to this example, but earlier this year I was railing on this one YouTube video that was a literal plane crash compilation running ads. <laughs> it was a compilation of like actual plane crash footage that you'd find on live leak and it had like Copyright. seven it, it had like seven ad placements on it and it was yep. it had like 16 million views it was up since september and for some reason that is advertiser friendly while uh monkey jones dancing with an elliot roger body pillow is enough to take his channel down bad well okay so on this or uh, uh this content id i have that option open to my channel on studio beta and and the only thing that it offers you is not to monetize things that have your your uh uh intellectual property or whatever like clips of my song and other people's videos it just allows you to take them down that's not helping anyone that's just helping to hurt but also you, you I, I find it funny that um while it it picks out all of these like weird I'm looking at it now all these weird like Chinese and Japanese channels uh I do not see the fine brothers and the the um what the fine what, brothers react to the plane crash no, compilation no the, the <laughs> sorry the YouTubers react to the knife game song that one never shows up and I wonder why hmm I can't what? claim that just to be clear with everyone the plane crash compilation has since been demonetized, but no. it's still up on YouTube. Can, can we link for that? everyone to see with twenty five million views? Can you yeah, send sure, that? Put a link in the... Send it. Send it in the Discord chat because I, I want to watch that. Oh, Rusty! I, I love playing crashes. Crashes. You must have been jerking off on nine eleven then, huh? Oh, that makes sense. Why you? Um, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Why you be the type of person to find Monkey's channel through the reading of the Elliot Roger manifesto. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, because I'm a dirty incel. Oh, this is cool. Uh, first off, clickbait. <sighs> God, I really want people to see it, this. It's I, a I'm fucking insulting this. video. It's <laughs> incredibly <laughs> insulting to just about anyone. It doesn't even make this. this none of this makes sense. Now, obviously, um, I don't find this video just offensive in a vacuum. Well, yeah, obviously it's offensive. But the thing that grinds my gears about this video is how it's allowed to stay up on YouTube, cultivate 25 million views, and um, YouTube 
still has the audacity to say that Monkey Jones making Elliot Roger documentaries is somehow just not okay on the platform. Right. Well, this and is, is able this to take is him down. Framed as a uh, as a documentary. This is educational. I'm watching this now, and I'm seeing a bunch of planes crashing into the ocean and a bunch of trees. Yeah, raw footage watched- of raw footage of planes crashing. I'm sure if Mumkey uploaded raw footage of Elliot Rogers' massacre, then that oh, would have been died. perfectly fine on YouTube also because it's educational. Dude, all these fucking people are dying. There's no way anyone's living. After any of these plane crashes, that one just blew up. Oh fucking Christ! All right, uh, no, but monkeys. this is well. This is the point I'm trying to make earlier, where <laughs> obviously the um, the automated system has huge holes in it, and you know what? I'd actually be okay with that. I'd be okay with that if the automated system was the only thing enforcing content. All of but it should be allowed. It's become. Based on the Mumpkey situation and many other YouTubers, it's become very clear that there are people behind the automated system that almost arbitrarily pick on specific YouTubers who they don't feel – they just don't really like them. So they oh. decide to pick on them. It, it's completely irrespective of – Whatever the guidelines are. The guidelines, you can wrap them around and interpret whatever you want from anything. But it's clearly obvious that the guidelines actually mean nothing. They're just a facade that gives YouTube the permission to go in and terminate a channel like Mumkey. Well, this is a question I had for Mumkey. What, like, I'm, I'm watching a compilation of plane crashes at the moment. Mumkey, what did you do that, that, pissed off these people what is it that you did i mean you're not political uh what was it that you actually did that you think upset these people that are that are going in and unfairly striking your videos and and fucking deleting your channel well i sensationalized and um (laughs) made a comedy out of a tragedy oh so i i guess that's against the rule even though the comedy was only directed at the perpetrator of that tragedy so so in in the uh uh the the people that 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 look over these videos um comedy plus or wait sorry tragedy plus nothing equals comedy (laughs) yeah well, maybe because I know that the equation is you know tragedy plus time equals comedy. Maybe not enough time has passed. Because okay, well, you can no, well, make maybe. Hitler jokes. You can show Hitler's. Uh, you can audiobook Hitler's Mein Kampf. But Elliot Roger, that was four years ago. It's way too soon. You know what you mean? In English, guys, accent. I think you're. I think you're missing the. I think you're missing the actual formula here. The formula is tragedy plus compilation plus <laughs> epic After Effects intro with EDM music equals advertiser friendly and you can put seven ads on the video and make make money off of footage of hundreds of people horrifically dying in plane crashes plane crash accidents don't you dare don't you dare um (laughs) dance around with the body pillow with elliot rogers face on it oh that's pretty dirty yeah but this is but this one is on the best compilations uh oh well it's 268 no wonder subscribers no problem hey you want to see a bunch of people horrifically die in Bangkok, in Vienna, and who gives well, a fuck? 
Man, so I... When are they going to upload the Narcos compilation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I... Um, and I feel almost halfway uncomfortable with this, because I get that we're pointing out the double standard, and it is infuriating. But at the same time, I would never argue that this plane crash compilation should be taken down. I think it should stay up. Yeah, um, people no, I agree. Were, people found this channel called, uh, like, Elliot Roger Girlfriend or something like that. This girl who just exclusively makes videos about how she's in love with Elliot Roger, and, like, she makes a... Yeah. She, like, plays that. The Sims and puts her and Elliot in there and then, like, makes uh, videos of them banging in The Sims. And it's like, well, how come when Mumkey and Rusty make a love song about Elliot, that's sensational, but when this girl does a whole channel, it's fine. And I'm thinking, like, guys, like, I, I get what you're doing, but can we not be exposing this girl's channel to YouTube? I don't want them to ban her. Like, I don't want but, other people to be right, banned right, just right, because right, they're right. also doing what I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, so, you, I mean, but we're trying yeah. to, right, you're, at one point, we're trying to point out to YouTube the inconsistencies in their system and their striking, uh, like, how they strike our system for glorifying a, uh, uh, I wouldn't even call him a mass killer. I mean, the guy fucked up. He was a little bit of a <laughs> puss there. But, uh, but the fact that, like, one is allowed to stay, but yeah, you don't, you don't want to just say, like, hey, uh, this got banned. I mean, the same way that we're, that everyone kind of does. Well, why is this taken off youtube but this is allowed to stay and and then youtube's just gonna go oh yeah you're right and they're gonna yeah take we, that we down did well. that and they got you a strike because yeah we no did that's that literal exactly thing. what happened yeah, yeah i said well why is my video allowed to stay and youtube goes uh no you're right it shouldn't well, rusty <laughs> that means you can re-upload this plane crash compilation and probably monetize it with ads and there's nothing they can do about it i'm throwing i'm throwing it over the fucking over this podcast, unless everyone, they, unless they own the own the rights to all these all this plane crash f- footage, what the fuck, man? This is just make the planes green. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, I demand copyright. I I work at like uh, KHV Air Airport, and we recorded this footage of this plane crashing, and I demand royalties from the best compilations. Unless you work for City Pulse News, uh, City TV of Toronto. Then I don't owe you shit, motherfucker. <laughs> That's just a clip that it's on right now. Okay, well, the point is that plane crash compilations aren't political. Monkey Jones, Elliot Roger, incels, alt right, could be interpreted Monkey as political. Monkey Jones is not political. Are you political? You, you what? I've only seen three videos that you've made that have been political. What uh, the Sharia law one? Uh, uh, survival that's not even political I don't think that again people that on the left and into... the right should be anti-sharia law it no, seems like abso- a... absolutely but but you can you can make an argument that that is a political case because that's become a political case but other yeah. than that you don't fucking talk about anything yeah I made fun of communism and then everybody's like oh but what about capitalism so then my next video I made fun of capitalism mm-hmm. like I, I can see any viewpoint and make fun of anything um, in terms of my personal politics, uh, and I've said this many times, I voted for Trump because I thought he was funnier than yeah. Hillary. Hold and on. I, and I, I just get... wanted to have the funny president. Can we cut that out? So I, I don't want the podcast channel to be deleted. Oh shit, we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna get terminated because I yeah. voted for Trump. Uh. Distasteful opinions. Oops. Oops. Yeah. Well, but the thing is. Even if Trump gets impeached, which, you know, more and more every day, like, this investigation is <laughs> getting crazier and crazier. Like, like I'm, I might be the only Trump voter who would think it's very funny to watch him get impeached. Like, I just want what's yes. the most entertaining. 
Right, right. You're you're in you're a neutral human. And and a lot of neutral humans who are not fucking wildly biased to one side or another and do not have this crazy thing where they have to fucking side and like uh, frame everything as an evil thing or a blessed thing. It, it's fun to watch and this is I mean why I love your channel. You're just you're mocking the reality of the world. Uh, yeah, I'd like to think I'm, I'm very childish in my political views, where I just want to be entertained, and yeah, I you're not really allowed to be don't childish care. anymore. Yeah, it's too much. Well, you see, guys, it doesn't actually matter what you believe, because the media can just paint a completely different picture of you, no matter how untrue it is, and people will believe it because it confirms their beliefs that everyone is a racist Nazi. <laughs> okay, let me ask this question because this is something I've been thinking about. Do you think that there's, if I mean, obviously the the mainstream media is gonna paint all of us as uh, as Nazis and fucking white supremacists and all the evil fucking things that they want to, but if we stay true to it, refuse to apologize, and keep trying to figure out ways around the system and keep going, will we change? change the public mind or will they the normies be uh manipulated for the good in the end because i think they're gonna lose i think they're gonna lose and i think that we are gonna win well that's the thing theoretically it should be very easy for people like us to win where we have done nothing wrong we know we've done nothing we should make it very clear right now that we are definitely we are not white supremacists we are not fucking uh no it's not even fucking white yeah i know well i don't like him for that no oh whoops (laughs) rusty cage nazi question mark reported by vox buzzfeed huffington post joe bernstein the greatest journalist this side of the mississippi oh boy well here's the thing the media, it's its become painfully clear that no one actually trusts the media anymore. Very, very few people trust the media. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's they painfully become... clear. I, th- I, I see a lot of people on Facebook, all all the, the people that are not YouTube-oriented or not big on Twitter, they still follow that, and, and they still bring that up in general conversation. They They see what they read on Vox, and they go... Yeah, that's true. Fuck PewDiePie. Fuck this and that. And I'm going, what the fuck are you talking about, you goddamn nuts? <laughs> okay, well, Rusty, you're part of the deadbeat millennial generation where everyone has student loan debt and complains about how they can't get a job, but also yeah, uh, yeah. can't keep a timetable and meet at an interview at 2.30. So I don't want to hear about what any of those people have to say. I'm sorry. My people, uh, and I identify far more with the Zoomer generation, we Hell actually- yeah understand how the internet works was that 12 and under (laughs) we understand internet culture we understand that edgy humor does not equate to revealing oneself as a white supremacist we get all of that and all these people in charge of these publications and in charge of youtube don't get it they think that if you just make one off comment racist joke that makes you an actual racist even though it's clear that the fact that you're joking about it means that you're not being serious about it and you don't believe what you're saying because it is a joke and that is what i believe is the crux of this in of this entire cultural divide 
These comedy, people, comedy is under attack. Comedy itself is under attack because intent and internet is under culture. attack. Like, like monkey, you're a comedian of sense, uh, you know, of sorts. Mm. No, you're not stand up, <laughs> but 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 comedy. If you make a joke and and then someone can say, we can look at it in the writing and say this is what he said in writing. Uh, this is evil. This is bad. Then obviously it's easy to portray something as a bad thing, but but if that's something that makes people laugh, that's just a that's a fucking joke. I mean, not just because it makes someone laugh, but like it's actually intended for humorous things. Humorous. Um, well, here's my policy on the whole thing. Yeah. If you ever apologize for telling a joke, I right. sincerely believe. That you should commit suicide. And yes. I'm not joking about that. No, because no what is the intention behind telling a joke? Um, to make people laugh. If the worst thing I've ever done is say something with the intent of entertaining other people and making them laugh, if that's the worst thing I've ever done, then I think I'm a pretty good person. Well, Monkey, yeah. I think... Wait, I wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Hold that Hold that idea. Monkey Jones, okay. you just said that making a joke, uh, if the worst thing that you've done is to make people laugh. But what'd you say right before that? If someone does, if they misinterpret a joke, what should they do? Oh, if they, if they apologize for a yeah. joke? Yeah, I apologize. Uh, oh, they should kill themselves. Okay. All right. I just wanted to make that here's the thing. clear. Even if your joke is in poor taste, even if it's not funny, if the joke doesn't land... It doesn't matter to me because no matter what the joke is, somebody out there will find it funny. There's you know at least say, one person on earth who, that will find that specific joke funny. Because so you should not feel guilty or be punished because the audience or whoever heard the joke didn't like it. There's yeah. Every joke is for somebody. Bad jokes and good jokes all come from the same place. Okay, well, here's what I was going to say. A joke by definition, is not serious. No. When I say, I'm going to go have a drink of water, it's clearly not a joke, because I'm literally going to get a drink of water. <laughs> it is a joke, because you famously only drink uh, Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> but if I say something like, I'm going to go jump off a cliff right now, it's clearly a joke. There's no, no cliff I, are nearby. You sure, are you sure that's not a suicide? Uh, are you Are you not uh, Oh like, shit, promoting? better go to... Better go to BetterHelp.com. Yeah, hey, you got to do something. <laughs> wow. No, no, honestly, honestly, for real, this is, I've, I've well, gotten a, okay. so many posts taken off of Instagram for something like that. Like, like, oh, uh, oh, might as well just fucking do this. And then <laughs> it gets taken off like, hey, this has been reported. Uh, your video, uh, your your post has been removed because of a self-harm, blah, blah, blah. It's like, motherfucker. I was fucking kidding. Who is, but the, the, everyone's too sensitive and blah, blah, blah. We've all, you know, the entire it, world is talking about it. It's, it's so bizarre because it's, it's such a simple concept. I can yeah, say right jump now, off a cliff. oh man, I better go dump my head in a bucket of crayfish. As they it, say. It, it, it's a ridiculous concept. It's clearly not serious, but some, for, for whatever reason, some people cannot apply this concept to anything that's in a discussion about a racial minority or um, any uh, any group of people, even though 
It's the exact same thing. Here, I'll I'll give you a, like a little example, a little thought experiment. Okay, say say you say you you have a mango, like a literal mango, and this mango is a mango supremacist, and he goes to all of his other mango supremacist friends, and he comes up to them and is like, you know what? Um, I think all strawberries should fucking die because they're inferior. And all the man- the mango supremacists go like, oh yeah, man, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. In that case, and the actual mango supremacist, it- it's not a joke because he- he's serious about it. Oh, right, you know what the now, problem is? All right, sorry. Go, go now, ahead. now you say now you say you have a banana. Banana is just a normal guy, and then um, he's hanging out with his banana friends, and then he sees an sees an apple and be like, oh, that apple better not go down a slope because he sure is round. Um, yeah, I don't know. This analogy is hard to piece <laughs> well, together, but there's differences. That's all I'm trying to say. There's a difference between someone saying, "Oh man, I re- I really don't think this uh, this person's that good of a driver because they're Asian," and um, it becomes obvious among most normal people that they're not serious because most people aren't racist. I hate to break it to you guys, but most people aren't racist. I don't I know. Don't- I don't know. I disagree. I disagree. I, I I think that most people are unfairly and un. Uh, uh, I unconvictedly, slightly racist. I I think that I people are, but I don't I don't think that they even buy it. Okay, I don't maybe think they maybe buy at like a. You ask you ask basic. a lot of people. You you ask a lot of people, and and when someone cuts them off in traffic, and they can see who's in the car, and they go, "Oh, you know, you know what kind of person it was." And and this is every this is fucking. I say what a woman, uh, and they go, <laughs> and it's a woman talking to me, and they go, "No, you know." I'm like, oh, fucking Asian. Uh, it was like, Emperor yes. Lemon's mom. It was Emperor Lemon himself. <laughs> yeah, the man, the myth. Um, but but it's I but, mean it's not fair. But also it's like they, they, so, but but people are not actually they're not. You don't mean it. That's yeah, the thing. I mean, a little a little bit. You don't mean it because because whenever it ties in, you, like it's like, dude, I don't give a fuck what anyone is and. I'm not racist personally. I'll uh, I'll say that. <laughs> well, I find it very statement. difficult to believe <laughs> that any person is actually racist. You have well, to dude, really man, present come on, me. Come on, with, come on, come on. You have you met Donald okay, Trump? No, no, no. And and fuck all, fuck all this fucking bullshit. You you're saying that you don't do not think that people are racist. Maybe this is a younger gen. This is a Zoomer thing that racism doesn't exist. But it fucking does yeah and it, it but in 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 microcosms in small fringe things but it's blown up and exemplified to a huge degree and it's exploited and tried to try to be made to to be like it ex- well, exists it's everywhere a, it's used as a power move and a wedge issue and it's meant to turn people against each other and have them ignore real issues monkey but, jones can you think of any race right now that you might uh uh not like uh, NASCAR, I think it's pretty boring. NASCAR, that's a good. I know Em Lemon's a big fan <laughs> of NASCAR. He's wearing a fucking Dale Earnhardt Jr. shirt I, at your house. I personally don't like. Um, uh, what's that fucking French one with that guy that lost his nut? Oh, oh, uh, the the, the tour, cycling tour, tour de France. Tour de France. I yeah. hate that race. 
<laughs> yeah, fuck that race. We're racist. The Camp Town them. race? Oh, the Camp Town lady sing this song, dude. Bad race. Wow, you should do a cover album. I'm, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean find, to railroad. I just find it really hard to believe that when I go to Walmart and walk past all those people, I, I just can't bring myself to believe that, oh, that, that guy's a racist. Oh, he's well, a racist. Oh, if I racist, can just, big racist true, right here. If I can true. give you some uh, anecdotal evidence, I, I mean, there are members of my family that I know for a fact are racist because they've told me, like, c- cousins on my dad's side who I never see, but like, yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, there's people who hate other people based on the color of their skin for sure. Yeah, I mean they they do exist, but it's it's just not it's not the fifty one percent enough to make it a CEO of the fucking the world's argument, uh, the social argument to say like, oh hey, racists are everywhere. It's like the fucking KKK is like two hundred people and they all suck and no one gives them uh, any fucking <laughs> yeah, credibility you, so fuck if, if you believe all this stuff the media is trying to say you'd Everyone, imagine I'm, that there's I'm a, a kkk meeting on yeah. every corner and it's simply not true it's i not just true. i just yeah. can't wrap my head around that possibly being true how could how the hell could we possibly have a cohesive society if that were the case it's just and even if someone is racist, even if someone is super duper secretly a closet racist and they never actually say anything about it because they don't want to get told on, then so what? They're literally not affecting anything if this racist is not actually doing anything. Okay, all right, so if I have to be a fucking... If I have to be the one that has to be the devil's advocate and say that, yes, there are people that are racist, because there are and. Some minorities feel racial disparagement uh, over others, and uh, the arguments now being kind of changed a little bit, where Asians are no longer uh, uh, on the list of what, what would you call the list of like uh, oppressed oppression? People? Yeah, the oppression the privilege Olympics. list, right? Uh, so, so Asians aren't on there anymore. Unfortunately, so Emperor Lemon, you're out. You're out of the argument, and I, I should. I, first off, I should be out of the argument because uh, I, I'm, I have, I'm a white Muslim man, but I'm white. <laughs> now I'm so sick of this shit that somebody can't have an opinion because they're white. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah. sick of this shit. But a bit, but it it does happen. Yeah, there, there. I, you can see, fucking racist shit and people acting differently to different people, but it's cool. It's Definitely, definitely not. At least in certain areas, like in in where I live, uh, people do pretty well of all races. Why are we even talking about race? I thought we were talking about me know. getting banned from YouTube. Yeah, I don't want to fucking talk about this. Yeah, it's, it's like one thirty a.m. and I'm ready to go to bed. Uh, shit. All right, hey, Monkey Jones. Yeah. What? I I feel like I feel like there's so, I have so much anger in my heart. For this situation. Yeah. And I feel like you have not exemplified your anger. Are you angry? Oh, man. I'm, uh, you know, I went through the five stages of grief pretty quick there. Um, I don't know if I'm at the acceptance as much as I'm at the uh, existential dread. I, I am so emotionally drained, I can't even conjure up any genuine anger about this. Like, if... Uh, if I was at YouTube headquarters with a machine gun, I don't even think I would shoot anybody. I'd be like, you know okay. what, man? Like, I, 
I, I can't fight this, you know. I, I feel more defeated in a sense of, uh, like, I can't even be mad anymore. I, life has pushed me down so much lately that there's not even any use getting angry about it. Well, Mumkey, I think if YouTube were smart, they would actually restore your channel and give you a full apology. Best thing because by keeping you down in a circumstance that is so completely unfair and a circumstance that everyone agrees is unfair and a circumstance that people have rallied around you from all corners of the community and to have YouTube stick by their bonehead decision, they are turning you into a martyr and they have striked you down and you shall become more powerful than they can possibly imagine. That sounds familiar. Did somebody else say that today? God? I I think uh, it's from John Cena. Oh, okay. That sounds right. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. Like, if they're not going to overturn this, and it doesn't seem like they are going to, I I think that you're going to get your channel back pretty quickly. I'm 99.999% sure they're not going to bring the channels back. However, boys, here's a little monkey exclusive for you. When when this was first happening, and I had, I think, two strikes at the time, I frantically messaged my... Because when you get over 100,000 YouTube subs, they give you, like, a, a Google... Some guy who works at Google who yeah, like when, give you when little... was it? When was the first time? Because I remember that because I, I made a video about that with the, with you on there for uh, How to Lose Subscribers or something. And it was it, the first time that your channel got deleted. Uh, well, this, uh, this might be something different because it was okay. only uh, January of this year that I first oh, started shit. talking to like my my, you know, my Google YouTube connection guy, and like okay. you would get you get into calls with them and they'll give you like tips on like he kept telling me, oh, you should make a channel trailer, and I was like, ah, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But uh, I started emailing him for the first time in like half a year, saying, hey man, like you're supposed to be in my corner, right? Well, some shit's going down on my channel. Can you help me out? No reply. And I was like, well, fuck it. I nothing. guess, you know, nothing's going to happen there. But a few hours ago today, he replied and said, oh, hey, Jimmy. Uh, he calls me Jimmy, which I think is really cute. <laughs> he says, hey, Jimmy, sorry for the late response. Uh, I, I just got to this. Uh, I'll see if there's anything I can do. So then I replied and I said, hey, man, both my channels were terminated, but I can prove that the strikes are false. If you give me the opportunity, I'd love to get into a call with you to talk this out. So there is a non-zero chance that I'll actually, uh, instead of having Keemstar talk on my behalf or a trusted flagger, I might be able to talk to somebody at YouTube man-to-man and actually explain this bullshit. It's a very slim chance. I put it at about 1% because it seems clear that YouTube as a company wants me dead and he works for them. So, I mean, what can he really do? He's going to I don't know if he... Yeah, he, he, I don't think he particularly likes me. But the fact that he replied to me at all right, tells right. me that there's, you know, a non-zero chance that maybe we can talk this out and get it resolved. I don't know. Well, Mupke, if they keep you down, and as we've established, there's a very high probability that that's going to be the case. Yeah. You can wear this thing as a badge for the rest of your YouTube career saying, <laughs> look yeah, at me. Badge. I'm the guy YouTube got rid of. <laughs> Because they wanted me gone, and I'm still here, and it's going to make you stronger than ever. I truly believe that. I, yeah, I do, too. I, I yeah, think... my, well, my I number mean... one goal at um, keeping my career alive right now is Patreon, and 
my Patreon is almost quadrupled in the last two days. Dude, it's and, fucking blowing up, man. Yeah, and honestly, even if I'm not allowed on YouTube in any capacity other than, you know, being on this podcast that I do not own, um, if if the Patreon stays consistent, I mean, I might be making more money from getting banned from YouTube than I was making on YouTube in the first place. I don't know how long the Patreon support will last. I mean, it's obviously really high right now because... I just got fucked over. You got to be worried about that too. Yeah, like uh, they might kick you off of Patreon. Oh no, no, they're not going to kick me off of Patreon. I I was I actually mean, talking to Emperor Lemon earlier. I, I said I want my channel to be uh, 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 terminated because so then you'll can, get like all the fan support and all the love and all that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you're you're definitely not going to have that happen by uploading plane crash compilations. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I'll cut it out of the video. Well, I'll I'll say like. You, I don't think Patreon would deplatform me because I'm I'm not an alt-right guy. That seems to be their MO. But also, any evidence of anything I've done that's offensive has been deleted from the internet. So they sure. they're like what are they going to base banning me on? Watch this Mupki. You're going to look back on this event in 3 years and call it the greatest thing that ever happened to you as a content creator <laughs> yeah, online. Yeah, when I'm a janitor at the local middle school. Yeah, we've ragged about this situation remember me? the whole time, but let's think about the actual positive aspects that this might bring. All right, number one, Mumpkey's Patreon has blown the fuck up. Number two, Mumpkey is now pretty well known in the online news sphere as a guy who got screwed over by YouTube. You've been reported on by Tim Pool. And, um, well, Tim Pool's reported on me many a time in the past. That is, that's no big deal. I mean, but I, I've seen, I've hung out with Tim Pool in person before. I've, I've, I've seen people report on it far and wide, like Keemstar. Uh, well, I saw uh, Sam Hyde retweeted a thing. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. He oh, retweeted wow. some some other guy who reported on your channel's termination, and. Um, this is going to bring in. Oh, I saw more... Mr. Medica retweeted me too. That's nice. true, also, and this has raised your profile. It's made more people aware of who you are, um, even though your channel is currently rebuilding at the moment, and you don't have as many of the casual YouTube viewers who aren't really as aware of what's going on. Um, I think it's safe to say that many more high-profile um, people online are now aware of you yeah i don't even know who notch is but when i see a guy with uh five million followers say that he subscribed to me that feels pretty cool he made one of those games he made like uh yeah he made like a five nights at undertale or something oh cool well he's uh evidently he's like close friends with reactor yeah i know which is uh, fucking hilarious yeah what the fuck It's like like reactor, reactor is uh, relatively unknown online. Not that he shouldn't, or you know, he he should be very well known, but he is in the community. He's just like friends with these huge game producers and fucking uh, Steven Spielberg or whoever. Yeah, friends with Rusty Cage. Yeah, yeah, Rusty Cage. Tim Pools. Um. Well, Shit, if I could man. be a, a faggot for one moment, I was going to post a video like this, but I decided against it. Um, I was going to say, you know, YouTube might take away my channels and my subscribers, but there are a lot of things that they, they'll never take away from me. Thanks to my YouTube success, I was able to get a girlfriend. I was able to get a house with her. I was able to make a bunch of friends, Some of uh, only a few of which are in jail for domestic abuse. 
Um, like there's so many things that I got from my experience thus far on YouTube that they can't take away from me. And I, it sounds really faggy to say, but like that's my outlook on it right now. Well, guys, Mumpke has been through some rough times over the past few days, but uh, as weird as it may say, the future's actually looking bright-ish, overcast, maybe? I don't know. Mumpke, how do you feel about your life going forward as of this moment? It's, well, I'm a lot less clear about my future than I was uh, two days ago. I honestly have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. Um, I could be banned from everything again at any moment now uh it's really unclear but i'm hoping to keep trucking along and to keep earning a living off of entertaining retards on the internet and uh worse comes to worse i suppose i use my english degree to go uh, teach english in japan because that sounds pretty dope all right man i want to go to japan let's go to japan yeah we should uh emperor lemon are you gonna come with us the Japanese raped and killed people in Nanking. <laughs> That's why I like him so much. <laughs>